Since 1992, Genesis House has been helping real people heal from addiction on their private recovery campus in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. Their family-owned program is accredited by the Joint Commission and offers detox and dual diagnosis treatment in a comfortable and confidential setting. At Genesis House, they focus on treating the underlying causes of addiction. Their comprehensive approach includes psychiatric care, individual and small group therapy, trauma healing techniques, and holistic care including yoga, massage, and animal-assisted therapy. After treatment, their clients enjoy the lifelong support of a nationwide network of Genesis House alumni. Call Genesis House today at 1-800-737-0933 to speak with someone who understands. Visit them on the web at www.genesishouse.net. It's time to start your journey to a long and successful recovery. I didn't think it was possible for me to be an alcoholic. I was 24 with a good career. I thought I was too smart and that alcoholism only happened to middle-aged men and celebrities. I thought something else was making me sick, shaky, and afraid to face people. Then I found AA and discovered it wasn't something else. It was alcohol. AA helped me find a new life. Visit aa.org for more information and download the Meeting Guide app to find a meeting near you. The 24-Hour Plan. I'm Carl. I'm an alcoholic addict and codependent and ACA and all the other bubs. <laughs> My sobriety day is August 22nd, 2014. That's where it all started. I'm Chelsea. I'm an alcoholic and my sobriety date is February 19th, 2015. This is Silver Pod. Sober Pod is the podcast about recovery that doesn't sound like a podcast about recovery. We are not experts or professionals, just a varying number of deeply flawed individuals with good intentions. If you would like to hear about the 12 steps, check out season two of 2019 um, of our podcast for the years long coverage, which is 50 plus shows. And it goes without saying, we do not speak for any recovery groups or organizations. And as always, we encourage you to listen in moderation. One day at a time. You know, it sounds like the, like, you're like, I'm Carl addict, alcoholic, ACA. It sounds like um, you know how doctors have these acronyms, <laughs> like all their qualifications or like their board certifications? MD, DDS, DMD. Yes. DDR, FMA. Yes, that's me. FML, WTF. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I have my skills, man. You know, the, the skills. skills. You're the, just well-rounded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. What, what, I, I heard one of my favorite pocket, uh, pocket speakers. Uh, he's like, you know, uh, he said uh, uh, after he was in AA a while, somebody came in and said, you know, you're well-rounded. You got a chip on both shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was great because it really fit me. Okay, so what are we doing here? We're doing the 24-hour plan. We're doing Living Sober, which is the book. So, you, you know, if you want to follow along or, I don't know, steal it from your sponsor, Go. Uh, it's a book, Living uh, Living Sober, and it was put out by uh, uh, what is it? Alcoholics World Service, Alcoholics Anonymous World Services, mm -hmm. uh, and so they originally published it in I don't know the seventies and seventies. Yeah, and then they've updated it, you know, tons of times since then, uh, and you know, it's had different publishing dates and all the good stuff. It has modern language in it. It it you know really covers a lot of the basics about staying sober. 
as well as you know i guess it gets into some of the other details and some of the uh, larger concepts um so i you know we're gonna jump right into it uh this one is uh the 24-hour plan and um and in honor of the 24-hour plan we're gonna try to keep it short <laughs> so not talking in for 24 an hour. minutes <laughs> we're not we're not gonna go for uh um uh like what did we do last time we were like we got into trauma you know like <laughs> i know yeah. it went in a weird direction and we got into it all right so uh so we're gonna listen to this it's uh it's five minutes in seven seconds and it's the 24-hour plan and this is from the the website by the way all this stuff is free if you guys want to uh, you know jump ahead or you guys feel like you're not getting enough you guys can go to aa.org slash living dash sober dash book so aa.org or you can just type in aa uh, living sober book and it'll bring you right to it on google uh and then you can go to the audio sections and you can so um so you can just like skip ahead and you know or read it online for free it's all there for free so here we go uh uh just to get this started living sober the 24-hour plan three using the 24-hour plan in our drinking days we often had such bad times that we swore never again we took pledges for as long as a year or promised someone we would not touch the stuff for three weeks or three months. Yes, sir. And, of course, we tried going on the wagon for various periods of time. We were absolutely sincere when we voiced these declarations through gritted teeth. With all our hearts, we wanted never to be drunk again. We were determined. We swore off drinking altogether, intending to stay off alcohol well into some indefinite future. Yet, in spite of our intentions, the outcome was almost inevitably the same. Eventually, the memory of the vows and of the suffering that led to them faded. We drank again, and we wound up in more trouble. Our drive forever had not lasted very long. Some of us who took such pledges had a private reservation. We told ourselves that the promise not to drink applied only to hard stuff, not to beer or wine. In that way, we learned, if we did not already know it, that beer and wine could get us drunk too. We just had to drink more of them to get the same effects we got on distilled spirits. We wound up as drunk on beer or wine as we had been before on the hard stuff. Yes, others of us did give up alcohol completely and did keep our pledges exactly as promised. Until the time was up. Then we ended the drought by drinking again and we're soon right back in trouble with an additional load of new guilt and remorse. With such struggles behind us now, in AA, we try to avoid the expressions on the wagon and taking the pledge. They remind us of our failures. Although we realize that alcoholism is a permanent, irreversible condition, our experience has taught us to make no long-term promises about staying sober, we have found it more realistic and more successful to say, I am not taking a drink just for today. Even if we drank yesterday, we can plan not to drink today. We may drink tomorrow. Who knows whether we'll even be alive then. But for this 24 hours, we decide not to drink. No matter what the temptation or provocation, we determine to go to any extremes necessary to avoid a drink today. 
Our friends and families are understandably weary of hearing us vow, this time I really mean it, Honey. only to see us lurch home loaded. <laughs> so we do not promise them, or even each other, not to drink. Each of us promises only herself or himself. It is, after all, our own health and life at stake. We, not our family or friends, have to take the necessary steps to stay well. If the desire to drink is really strong, many of us chop the 24 hours down into smaller parts. We decide not to drink for, say, at least one hour. We can endure the temporary discomfort of not drinking for just one more hour, then one more, and so on. Many of us began our recovery in just this way. In fact, every recovery from alcoholism began with one sober hour. One version of this is simply postponing the next drink. How about it? Still sipping soda? Have you really postponed that drink we mentioned back on page one? If so, this can be the beginning of your recovery. The next drink will be available later, but right now we postpone taking it at least for the present day or moment, save for the rest of this page. The 24-hour plan is very flexible. We can start it afresh at any time, wherever we are. At home, at work, in a bar, or in a hospital room. At 4 p.m. or at 3 a.m. We can decide right then not to take a drink during the forthcoming 24 hours or 5 minutes. Continually renewed, this plan avoids the weakness of such methods as going on the wagon or taking a pledge. A period on the wagon and a pledge both eventually came, as planned, to an end, so we felt free to drink again. But today is always here. Life is daily. Today is all we have. And anybody can go one day without drinking. First, we try living in the now just in order to stay sober, and it works. Once the idea has become a part of our thinking, we find that living life in 24-hour segments is an effective and satisfying way to handle many other matters as well. Uh-huh. And how. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, uh, uh, did you ever watch, uh, um, uh, you probably watched the reboot of Little Rascals. Did you ever watch the, the Little Rascals reboot? I don't recall. Yeah, they and how that's how they that's when they agreed with somebody they, they would say and how anyway <laughs> so uh so chelsea tell me about tell me about your 24-hour plan did you have a 24-hour plan um i mean yeah i i had to fail at that plan many times before it's you know i actually got through it um you know, I'm sober today. So obviously I, I did make it through that first rough 24 hours, but you know, I had, I had periods of like a couple days and then, you know, I'd go back on, you know, the wagon as they say, which I never really, really like, where did this wagon come it's, it's, from? There was a water wagon. It was, okay. a, they used to deliver water in a wagon. And then, uh, and I think if you go on the wagon, you're, you're basically, you're on the water wagon. And so you're, you, it's like, you know, you're looking, I, you're I don't just know, drinking some, water. Something like that. Yeah. You'll have to look, there's a bunch of illustrations. I think that's what it is. It's like you're on the wagon, you're on the water wagon. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think that's where it comes from. I'm not hundred percent sure. So I'd have to go look it up, but I think that my, 
my fucked up memory says it's from something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I never understood. Um, but you know, like like he mentioned, um, saying, "Oh, well, I'm just gonna swear off. Like, I'm not gonna drink any of the hard stuff, right?" So I knew that when I would drink rum and coke. I was just like completely out of control mm. as if I wasn't like out of control with anything else, but that just happened really fast. And like, I could not hold back if I drank rum and Coke. Um, so I switched, you know, to beer and wine because it took a little bit longer, um, took more to get me to the same drunk, but you know, it, it's a really daunting task to think about, oh my God, I can never drink again ever in my whole life. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to have to go the rest of my life without this, that kind of black and white thinking is really scary. And I think that's partly why it took me so long to achieve just 24 hours because I was thinking at the, the big picture, the long term. But when I decided you know, I'm, I can make a different choice tomorrow. What I'm choosing today is I'm just going to stay sober today. And I kept waking up and making that choice. And eventually those 24 hours added up, but, um, it wasn't until I broke it down to like a very short time frame of, okay, I'm making a decision right now. I can change that in the future, you know, no promises, you know, that's when I started having progress. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 there was a dude on Reddit, Stop Drinking, and uh, I really admired his posts. It was, you know, he, he, he had, you could tell he had been in the program uh, sometime, uh, you know, decades, and then mm -hmm. he went back out, and then he was on his, I think it was like when I got to see him, I think it was five years or something. So, of course, I was looking up to him like, you know, wow, like, Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and so he had this three-step system, which I, I could, I could, you know, deploy, right. Which is one, you know, you, you, uh, wake up in, um, you, you swear just like you, like, I'm not going to drink today. And you just be like, you hold that mantra, right? Like, I'm not going to drink today. I'm not going to drink today. Two, you know, you go to a, a meeting, right. And, but, Again, in my first 60 days, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do number two. So uh, <laughs> number number three, it was um, uh, to to hit your head, uh, you know, on the pillow sober and and just do it all over again the next day. Right. So mm -hmm. so I, I, I did the two step system <laughs> So <laughs> you know, for a long time. I did the two step system that he had, which is one. I just swore off, you know, forever. And then uh, two, I just I'm, I. Just would hit my head on that pillow, and I would just consider that to be successful. And then most of the time, though, it was it was with like some fucking agony, man. You know, like I, I, like swearing mm -hmm. and not just in the shower of like, fucking don't drink the fucking day, don't you know? Just don't drink, don't drink, don't drink, don't drink. I swear to God, I was like fucking <laughs> through, just through my teeth. Just I think he even said it in here or something like through gritted teeth or something, right? Like didn't he, didn't he even just say that? Um, because that's exactly what I did. Like I fucking was, was like, you know, gritting my fucking teeth the whole goddamn way through. But, uh, you know, eventually, you know, I found myself going to meetings and eventually like I found that even working the, the, the 24 hour plan, um, you know, I, 
And I wasn't going to meetings every day, but you know what? I started to understand the concept that they talked about, like even later on, that I could that I could start my day over and I could start that plan over at any time. Like I didn't necessarily, you know, I didn't like go, ah, shit, I thought about drinking. Now I'm fucked, you know, <laughs> I'm yeah. going to have to drink, you know. It's like I would literally like start it over. And there's many times where learning that concept helped me to like, I'd be losing my shit at work, you know, over stupid shit, you know, because they're, because they're people and I'm trying to control them. And I, you know, still don't know how, <laughs> like I'm going to be <laughs> not to. Right. So, um, and I would just lose my shit, go out into the parking lot and, uh, and just start my day over. Just take a deep fucking breath and just be like, okay, like, it's not that bad. Like talk myself back into the reality because something in my head was not reality. And then I'd be able to go back in and kind of start anew. And that, you know, those are the kinds of things that I would work. Again, the, the 24 hour plan, you know, every morning I got up and I made the commitment and then, you know, but after a while it became easier and easier and easier. And I don't even know, do you, today, do you even think about the 24 hour plan as that is? Do you, does it like really occur to you to be like, you know, I'm staying sober just for today. Like, do you like, like this guy's voice. <laughs> the only time that I think like that is, um, like sometimes the professionals meeting I attend, they do um, an NA meeting, they alternate NA and AA. Mm -hmm. And there's like this little excerpt called just for today. Mm. Um, and so like, really, that's lately, that's the only time I think about it. Because like you said, it does get much easier. It's it's a new habit you're creating. It's the the habit of like, going to work, coming home, getting drunk, going to sleep, mm -hmm. like that's no longer your habit. And so the further away you get from that, the less you think about it, at least for me, um, you know, I could have <clears throat> the shittiest day ever and I'm not thinking about alcohol. Um, you know, that's progress for me. It took mm -hmm. many years to get to that point, but you know, my brain has kind of rewired itself and that's not really an option in my mind anymore. Mm -hmm. So I think in the beginning, yes, like it's very beneficial to use the 24 hour plan because if you think too far ahead, like for me anyway, it made me want to just start drinking again because I was like, I can't do this. Like I'll never be able to do that for the rest of my life, you know, and it's discouraging. So, mm -hmm. um, but you know, at, with time, I feel like, you know, there was one year where it was like my, like my third sobriety anniversary or whatever. And I didn't even know until like midday. I was like, oh, you didn't shit. know it was your sober anniversary. No, I was right? like, yeah, Oh yeah. shit. Like, it's been three years today. Weird. <laughs> you know, <laughs> strange, so. strange how that happens. Time goes by. I stay sober. It becomes an anniversary. Another trip does, around the sun. <laughs> does it seem easier for you or do you still think about it? Uh, I, you know, I don't like uh, taking a drink is not my first thought. Like it used to be when things were going wrong. Like in, the, in those first two years, it was definitely something that would occur for me. And it was a serious occurrence, right? Like, uh, mm -hmm. so in, uh, in this, my second year, I was fighting with my wife. I was, uh, uh, out in, uh, I was going to get a pick up a prescription, uh, for something and, and they only had it at like another place down the road. And I literally was like, so pissed off at my wife, we were fighting and arguing and I don't know what even it was about. 
probably I wasn't getting my way about something <laughs> yet again. And, uh, um, and, uh, and I swear to you that I was going to go drink. I swear to you, like I was ready to like, I think I talked about this more recently too, which is like, I was going to empty out my, um, my bank account and just fucking go to the liquor store and just start driving. Like I, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't fucking care. And, um, and I was like, I didn't care where I was going to end up basically. Um, and uh, you know, so I think that's probably the last time I had a real serious like episode of that shit. And actually a sponsee called me at that point. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, I think I remember this yeah, story. Yeah, it pays to have a spot C, right? So, <laughs> uh, so then, um, so that's the thing. I don't think, like, I don't think I've really fallen into that. Like, it's been super uber terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, moments where I'm frustrated, moments where I'm crying, moments where I'm like, you know, I, you know, I mean, just even recently losing my job, it was like shit, like that sucked. But it not, but picking up was not on my agenda. It was like it was mm -hmm. something that I didn't even have to really like respond to. You know, so, um, you know, and I, I honestly, I, if it even did cross my mind, not with any force or memory, right? I, I just like, you know, um, you know, probably actually, you know, what crossed my mind more so like immediately falling would, would have been like, you better call your sponsor back because like, you know, you're going to need to at least alleviate this fucking anger. <laughs> yeah. So, mm -hmm. I think that's about it, you know, so I don't think it really was like, uh, I don't think I've had it recently, you know, so what about you? Have you had any? I thought recently of drinking at all? No, I mean, it's, it's so strange because I'm under an immense amount of stress with school and jobs and stuff like that. Um, and there are days where I just feel like, you know, giving up, but mm. <laughs> giving up just for me now is kind of like checking out, like taking a, a long nap. <laughs> or a lot of Netflix or, you know. Yes. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, healthier like ways to check out. It's never like. Healthier um, dissociation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, it's alcohol's not on my radar. Like yeah. it's, it's not even like a choice for me because it's been so long. Like I'm so far away from that now. That's not to say that it couldn't creep up on me, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, I'm, I'm in a place where I'm really focusing on my sobriety a good portion of the time that when I'm having a bad day, you know, I'm not thinking about my alcoholism, I mm -hmm. guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so to, to, to go off what it talks about in that 24 hour plan is like, um, you know, you start utilizing it for other things. Mm -hmm. And I have done that, which is like about my relationships, for instance, which is like, you know, well, I'll be arguing with my wife, which something that used to, by the way, push me towards, you know, going back out or taking a drink or whatever. Right. But now mm -hmm. I actually apply the same 24 hour like like understanding to our relationship. Like I'd be like, all right, uh, honey, if you're listening, just turn it off now. Uh, like I'll be, I'll be like in my mind, I'll be like, well, she's just being a bitch. I'm going to fucking go to bed. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to separate right now. Cause she's just being unreasonable, you know? And, <laughs> and I can do that today or I can go, you know what? We're not getting along right now. I'm going to go to bed. We can start this over tomorrow or, you know, whatever it is. Right. Like I just, mm -hmm. I try to look at it as like, um, in the relationship stuff, which used to be very strenuous for me, like an emotionally strenuous, like now seems to be a lot easier to be like, okay, you know, she's having troubles. <laughs> you know, it's like, or, you know, or either I am, you know what I mean? Like I could, I could admit that, you know, that I, I, you know, I got my own issues to deal with. So I, mm -hmm. and it's like, it's okay that I step away now for now we can come back to this later. Right. And, um, and it, you know, cause again, it, 
you know, what's it really worth? You know? So mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of the times I use, utilize this 24 hour plan. Same thing. Like I talked about with work utilizing that, you know, that, okay, you know what, uh, or a large project or something, a problem that I'm trying to solve. Um, I can literally say, you know what, if I, if I continue to do this right now, I'm just going to frustrate myself some more. Just take a break and come back to it, do something else and come back to it later. And I just think that that's like, like to me, that's like being an adult. Like that's probably that's the yeah. closest thing I've ever been to an adult. Is like I mean, it, uh, other than like you know, again, I'm not destroying something in the garage, which I've done. I think it was like two years ago or something like that. Um, <laughs> and no, seriously, I know it wasn't two years ago. When was it? When was it? It was like it was probably like two and a half, three years ago. I don't even yeah. know. So um, yeah, it's been a while since I destroyed something in the garage. Look at me. I should I should be counting <laughs> those days too. Um, but you know what I mean? It's like there's that using that 24 hour. A plan or that you know just to think about things in those ways it's like um you know it's possible it's possible that you can not only use it for like maybe the, the hardest things in your life but maybe some of the more like you know nuanced things in your life or things that maybe you thought that you couldn't use it for so i guess the idea here is to look at where you can apply it so do you use it in other ways do you find that like you transition to use it in other ways like yes um i just thought of a really dumb <laughs> A dumb thing well, that I do. <laughs> so, um, I used when I first got sober, and probably before I got sober, but it really amplified when I <clears throat> was in that first about ninety day period. Is I was kind of like a compulsive shopper, and so lately, and I think like I've done this for a while now. It's like if I see something that I really want. I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to like not be impulsive. And buy. this was over a cactus, by the way. A cactus? Um, yes, a cactus. Like so a I saw cactus this. cactus or like a big cactus? What kind it of cactus? It was a little baby cactus. And okay. um, so I saw it and I was like, oh my God, I really, really, really <laughs> want it. I want it so bad. But I was like, you know what? I need to go to work. I'm going to think on it. I'm going to. I'm going to wait 24 hours. And if I still am, can't stop thinking about it, I'm going to go buy it. So we have a cactus now, <laughs> but you know, you really wanted it, but I thought about it and I was like, you know, it makes me happy. It's not hurting anything. It's $7. Look how cute like, it is. I know. And I have a <laughs> pot waiting for it. Like, okay. That's a really dumb example, but no, it but. Helps. Yeah. It helps with my impulse control. That's not know? a dumb example. A lot of people go homeless over shit like that, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I honestly, it's a, from a dissociation. It's like I, I know people who are really poor with money and mm-hmm. who make stupid impulsive decisions and they will be in the poor house all of their lives because of shit just like that. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like so I think it's a it's a very valid example. And that's the other thing is you that's like a secondary addiction that we can all fall into very easily when we mm-hmm. don't have our primary addictions, right? Yeah. yeah. I say right, right. God, I swear I was gonna stop <laughs> saying that shit too. I'm gonna stop saying like, I'm gonna stop saying right. What else did I say? Um uh you know you know uh <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna stop saying that, you know. <laughs> Anyway, it's okay. We just get we get on a roll, and you know, I get all excited out. and I throw those things in or us and ums. Oh, it's terrible. We need a podcast editor. That's what we need. <laughs> I think it's a very valid plan. You can apply it in so many different ways. Like with school, for me, like I got overwhelmed by the course load, but 
someone told me to just take it one exam at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I started doing that, like, boom, I was way less stressed out and, you know, it worked out a lot better. So try, I guess I would just challenge people to try and find things that are, um, maybe distressing and see how can I apply this within a 24 hour time frame? you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, don't, don't, don't become a bank robber or anything. Yeah. No. How can I rob this bank in 24 hours? No. <laughs> a little different. I mean, that's a little different kind of a distressing. Just saying. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so that's the advice. That's what we're doing. That's, that's it. That's the, that's the short end of this stick. How's that? Is that living the short sober? end? Or is that well, it's half hour worth of, you know, <laughs> so, so, um, so my dear, uh, is that it? Is, is, what would you say? Um, cause I always love doing this. So what would you say to the newcomer who is literally, who has not put 24 hours to get, you know, together? Like what, like maybe they've come close a couple times. What, what do you think? What, what would you say to them? Well, I would first say, you know, what is it that, you know, trips you up, you know, ask them that because if it's something simple, like, oh, I, I go by the liquor store on my way home from work. Well, how about we take a different way home? Hmm. Um, you know, find out what that is, but then also like, if you can't make it quite 24 hours, like, can you make it just, you know, six hours? Can you do two hours? Can you do an hour? You know, just really breaking it down because it's, it's hard, um, mm-hmm. you know, and just it's, you can take the time you need, um, but trying and making progress is all we can ask for. And I think eventually people will get there. I think it's possible for anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems impossible. It really does. But um you know, just if you're motivated, if you listen to the advice of others and, and follow through, I think you can be successful. Man, that says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> the only thing I would add to that is don't do what I did, which is I, I still had alcohol in the house for like oh, uh, about yeah, 60 yeah. days. And that was like fucking major no-no. <laughs> like I, yeah. like I, that drove me absolutely batty. I mean, because we, we want to talk about obsession of the mind. Like I literally was like, you know, there it is. There it is. There it is. I couldn't come and go like, you know, it's like every time I open that garage door, like there it is, there it is, there it is. You know, it's like, I just, because it was in the, I had, I had beer in the fridge and I had rum on the, on the counter. I literally could not come and go from my house without literally going, there you are, there you are, there it is, there it is. Oh my I, I just, God. And, and my brain would just like constantly, and it almost, I mean, it drove me fucking mad, just mad. And I don't even know how else to describe it. It was the most painful. And yet you did nothing about it for. For 60 days. I did nothing (laughs) about it. I shit, you know, it was fucking crazy. And then I actually, that was the Reddit stopped drinking. My wife went on a a trip and then, um, and I was going to drink. I knew I was going to drink. And then she was like, uh, 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 somebody on a uh, Reddit uh, was like, uh, you still have alcohol in the house? I'm like, yes. They're like, throw it out. (laughs) I feel like, why didn't I think of that? (laughs) Don't. (laughs) <laughs> well so yeah and I, and I did i tossed i put it all in the recycle and wheeled it all out i didn't actually see that's the other thing why wouldn't i just throw it in the trash you know and wheel it out because of course i'm still 
I'm still playing with it. You know what I mean? My brain mm-hmm. won't let me, my brain won't let me just like break bottles and throw it away. Like I, it's all still there. It could just be lifted out of the fucking garbage and used. You know, and you know, and I, but I thought, you know what? It, I said if I if I go back out there to smash it all, like I'm gonna feel really weird with my neighbors. But then the other thing, like they're all gonna know what I'm doing. And then, <laughs> but then I thought if I had to go back out there and pull it out of there, I am fucking truly like fucked. Like like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's no hope for me. And so um. And yeah, I, I thought, oh yeah, if I have to pull it out of there, I'm really an alcoholic. But you know what? In the end, like, I mean, I, I just, it just took a little bit more convincing to really, to understand that, yes, I am an alcoholic. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Because I was going to go drink whether that, you know, I was going to have to go get that shit eventually. So, um, <laughs> well, I guess that's it. So yeah, just throw your alcohol out and then, um, and then what Chelsea said, she, yeah, just rewind and then what Chelsea said. All right, burning people. That's it. That's all we got to share today, this week, just wait, for wait, today. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, what? Do you have some friends you would like to tell us about? Yeah, you know what? I, I'm going to be on Friends in Recovery um, really? Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about Tradition 5, which is really weird because I'm like, you know, our primary purpose or whatever. Um, and so, um, so they, they, they were texting me yesterday to to join them, and I was like, and I just woke up, so it's, I'm on video on their YouTube and shit, and I feel like really weird. I was like, because I'm all, I just have like a little sweater on that I zipped up with my jammies <laughs> on underneath and shit. Um, but yeah, we we sat around and talked, and then um, and so actually, I really thought about it. I was like, think about like their step work stuff, like the stuff this, that they're doing in the mm-hmm. Living Sober book that we have going. It's really kind of a companion thing, right? Mm. So you can kind of you can kind of. You can scissor. Don't scissor your hands. You can scissor together. It's a companion thing where they scissor. Oh I held up. I, yeah, so I was, I was, yeah, never mind. So <laughs> for you people at home, I was holding up two peace signs, and I was like, that's kind of a companion. And then I realized I was scissoring, and then it was over from there. Oh <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, you knew what I was getting to. Anyway, um, so that's it. That's all she wrote. That's, that's. That's it. What is what do they what do you say to the kind people, Chelsea? Deuces. Later. Are you painfully aware that pain is a process? Want to tell the world about it, but just don't have the time? Why not display your knowledge and strife by putting it on a t-shirt or better yet, purchase one from painisaprocess.com. Head on over to painisaprocess.com and check out the other items such as I'm a painkiller or my personal favorite, pain is the way to peace. When you purchase a painfully aware wear item, you will get a code for a free year of access to soberpod.com's membership section. All proceeds will go to support the Silverpod recovery podcast. Thanks for your support.